My name is Jeffrey Burke, and I'm a 40-year veteran of the natural products industry. I'm a naturopathic practitioner, a master herbalist, and the host of the Staying Healthy radio show. My show airs Monday through Friday at 5 a.m. on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 1340 a.m. and 98.9 FM. Every show, I bring you the most relevant topics on better health and wellness, and I bring you the best guests in the industry who share the newest and most up-to-date information that we all need to know about. My show streams live every day at 5 a.m., but for those of you that cannot listen live, all of my shows are recorded and podcast and are available for on-demand downloads at stayhealthylasvegas.com. The show is sponsored by Stay Healthy Health Food Store, located at 840 South Rancho Drive on the northwest corner of Charleston and Rancho, next to Smith's. Visit Stay Healthy Health Food Store to see what a full-service local retailer can do for you. Stay Healthy offers exceptional service, the most knowledgeable staff, the highest quality products at awesome prices. The hours of the store are 9 to 6, Monday through Saturday, and closed on Sunday. Stay Healthy Health Food Store, Las Vegas' oldest independent health food retailer in their fourth decade in the Las Vegas Valley. Remember to tune into my show often and listen to the on-demand podcast of the show at stayhealthylasvegas.com. I look forward to chatting with all of you soon. Stay healthy. Hello and welcome back to the Staying Healthy Radio Show. Good morning to you. I know we're starting out nice and early, but that's okay. It means we're getting our day going in the right direction and we're learning about our health and well-being and maybe being educated towards something that we don't know about or something that's brand new or maybe we've been wondering about something and today might just be the day when we hit that topic. Remember that all this good information is something that I try to bring to you every day, Monday through Friday. And remember, if you can't always tune in live, you never have to miss a show. You can go to stayhealthylasvegas.com, stayhealthylasvegas.com, Stay Healthy's webpage, and you can actually listen to any of the on-demand downloads of the podcast that are put there every day, so you never, ever have to miss a show. And if you hear a show that you really like, and you have someone in your world that might benefit from that knowledge, or that information, or that wonderful guest's point of view, Send them there, stayhealthylasvegas.com. Tell them what day it was. Let them tune in and listen. These podcasts have just been absolutely incredible for people that have really crazy busy schedules or it just seems to work the best for them. I have friends that go to the gym every night and listen to the morning show while they're on the treadmill or the Stairmaster. It just gives them a way to, to learn a little bit, educate themselves, and take their mind off the exercise that they don't want to be doing anyway. So that's already pretty cool. So go to stayhealthylasvegas.com. Stay Healthy Health Food Store is your one-stop full-service location for everything health and nutrition. Now in their fourth decade in the Valley, they're Las Vegas' oldest independent health food retailer. And that's pretty cool. You'll find them at 840 South Rancho Drive in the Rancho Town and Country Center on the northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston, right next to Smith's. The most knowledgeable, informed, educated, relevant, and passionate people to work with. They want to make sure that you get all the information you need to get healthy, be healthy, and stay healthy. And this amazing store is a fully packed, full-service environment to make you feel comfortable. Opening up the doors for communication and dialogue and getting those pesky questions answered, all that good stuff. They want to make sure that you're happy, healthy, and incredible. And that's what they do every single day. And that's what they've been doing for the whole time they've been around. They're well known through generations and generations about how amazing they are to work with. So today, more than any other time, we need information and education. We need to have the best products to choose from. And they only carry the best of the best in every category. 
Don't forget about their webpage, stayhealthylasvegas.com. Enter your email address, start getting promotion alerts, uh, coupons that you can print at home, newsletters, just for entering your email address, stayhealthylasvegas.com. And even more incredible, all of the radio show podcasts are all there for you to download and listen to when it's convenient for you on your time schedule. Remember, you can tell your friends and family to go there as well. They may not know about the show or they may have missed a show and you're like, you know, this is exactly what we were talking about the other day. You need to go there and listen to this show because it hit 100% exactly what we were talking about because you can never get too much information and education is something that we need to do every single day. We never stop learning. And I think in a case of our health and well-being, we should never stop learning. Remember to give them a call at 877-2494-877-2494. Well, Travis is back with us today representing Garden of Life, and we're talking about awesome products from the Garden of Life brand. If you've had the pleasure to hear Travis in the past, you know how incredible he is. If it's your first time, you're going to love it. And remember, you can always go back and hear past shows that Travis has done as well. Travis Lesperance holds a Bachelor of Science degree in Human Nutrition from Arizona State University and is a seasoned veteran in the natural foods industry. He has extensive knowledge of the science and application of nutrition and supplementation. And focusing on the philosophy of nutrition, Travis is first and foremost concerned with the incredible amount of cultural and genetic diversity that exists within human populations and the necessity to apply nutrition and diet accordingly to achieve awesome health. Travis is also overseeing the designing and utilization of food-based nutritional supplements while developing strategies for all of us individuals and athletes who have been pursuing a variety of different health goals. Travis genuinely enjoys sharing his passion of nutrition with others so they may lead fuller and more active lives. Help me welcome my guest. Hey, Travis. Hey, Dr. Berg. Good to be with you. How are you? I'm doing great. Yeah, it's just another uh, another great day of, of uh, looking towards you know kind of what what are the tools that we can uh, kind of harness to be able to uh, gain a better grasp on our health and and um, you know what new innovations are out there. And it's always funny because you know you can have uh, you know uh, different uh, nutrients and compounds that that we've known about for years, and then we learn something new about them, uh, and, and it just totally just just flips the 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 old understanding on its head and. and it's 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 exciting so many people in my age bracket are retiring you know they're and i can't even imagine and they're like you know you've been doing this for such a long time are you still like this and i'm like i love it i said i don't want to not be around if something big comes around i want to know it and 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 learn from it and you know and and be around and available um so i I hope that um, good things keep coming our way and new technology, but I, I, I definitely see that coming because there's new technology all the time. Yeah, there's no end to it. And that's what I always tell people. Whenever I walk into a health food store and, and I see someone who's brand new, you know, and, and, and you know, that they're familiar with fiber, they're familiar with protein, and, you know, they're familiar with kind of the basics of nutrition, I just always tell them, you know, is, is, is it overwhelming? Does it feel overwhelming? And they're always like, yeah, absolutely. And I, and I just tell them, hey, that doesn't really ever stop. It's a vertical learning curve. But, you know, the, the good news is you get those kind of basics in place. You get those principles in place. And you can just keep building and building and building on them. 
And uh, it just makes navigating diet and health that much easier as time goes on uh, because you have those principles that are there. But then every time you learn something new, it just it brings that excitement and that joy of of having a deeper understanding and, and you know, uh, uh, hopefully being able to apply that towards our health uh, and being able to, uh, you know, re- really kind of take control as much as possible of, of just how our day-to-day uh, health is doing. Uh, that's really what this is all about. So it, it's, uh, it's a great place to be. And, um, you know, it's just one of those uh, industries in particular where, you know, there's really no end to the amount that we can know about health and nutrition. So um, it's just super exciting to be here and, and to talk about it. Well, let me let me ask you a question. I think that's important. You know, during the pandemic, we all learned a lot. And I think a lot of people were probably drawn in out of fear and confusion and so many different things that were going on out there. And people learned maybe or relearned about basics like zinc and vitamin C and elderberry and colloidal silver and all the things that were out there. Everybody was trying to do everything they possibly could, you know, to truly uh, feel better. And I think it was really good because it brought a lot of people back and opened up a lot of minds and a lot of uh, hearts to nutritional supplementation. And so many people I know are still on top of it. Um, But, you know, there was a nutrient that popped up that, you know, obviously we know about, but I think a lot of people learned about. And I think that um, people are still trying to uh, understand it maybe a little bit more. And that, that ingredient was, or nutrient, let's call it, was quercetin. And it really, it really got very, very popular during this time. And of course, you guys came out with a quality uh, line of products with quercetin. What do you think about quercetin? Because I mean, I've always thought it was important, but it seemed like it really was propelled to the top of the file during the the pandemic months, years, I guess. Yeah, I, I, think, say. I think the big focus, you know, during the last couple of years, and and um, I would say that we, we've kind of gotten into a place now where. It's, uh, perhaps a lot of people have have improved their health uh, in light of uh, just you know that that heightened concern, um, specifically over the immune system. You know, really, really the, the the beautiful thing that I've seen is is just uh, like I said, a deeper understanding of of you know what types of nutrients are doing what in the body and, and what roles do they play on not just a day to day basis, but but you know more so at, at, in in like a, a, a protocol aspect of of how do we. Uh, best support our body at, at times of, of, of super high stress and, and, and you know, fighting off uh, invaders and, and, and really just trying to do everything we can to stabilize the system, you know, and, and that's where, you know, for, for so many years and, and even still exists today um, as a big concern is things like the, the vitamin D status we have in our body. That's a big indicator of, of how our immune system is going to perform when we need it most. Uh, same thing too, when it comes to things like zinc, zinc status, you know, such a, uh, um, a heavy hitter when it comes to overall immune support and health. Um, but in, in, you know, from there, you know, uh, one, I think one of the, the, the bigger areas of research, particularly over the last three years, has been in going into, uh, you know, the, the, the phytochemicals, the, the, the polyphenols, the antioxidants, and, and really understanding and recognizing the roles that they play outside of just knocking out free radicals in our body. And that's something that we deal with on a day-to-day basis. You know, we want to maintain... Um, uh, you know, kind of a, a good status when it comes to dealing with all the environmental stressors we come across. Uh, but, you know, especially, you know, when, when our immune system has been weakened or dampened, how do we stabilize that as much as possible? And in, 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 in the past, you know, we might have looked at things like echinacea um, or uh, other herbs that, that are able to, you know, really kind of buffer, uh, you know, kind of uh, 
the immune system in general, but more recently, uh, a, a compound that we've known for, for literally decades. We've known about it. We've known that it is, uh, 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 it's supportive of just overall uh, health. You know, it, it, in times past, you know, it was uh, recommended uh, frequently for, uh, you know, things like allergy responses and, and helping to, uh, you know, kind of dampen that histamine response that we get to allergies. And that was quercetin. Uh, this is a, a compound that really took center stage uh, uh, over the last three years. And it's, it's mainly because uh, we, we started to recognize that that quercetin not only had its own effects on the body, but it also had great nutrient interactions with other compounds that are needed, uh, especially zinc, um, you know, during times of, let's say, infection. So, you know, the, 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 the beautiful thing about, um, you know, kind of coming out, if, if we can, you know, kind of uh, even consider, you know, uh, nice things that, that, that have come out of the last three years, yeah, is is a much deeper understanding of nutrients that can play a profound role uh, during those high stress times when, when our immune system is really kind of pushed to its limit. Uh, and quercetin is is absolutely one of those uh, that has risen to the kind of the the the, the, the cream that's rise to the top. And and it's not just from what you've seen on the shelf. It's really represented in the research. Research over quercetin took a massive jump. Um, and it was because we recognized that, wow, quercetin is synergistic. Uh, quercetin uh, has a, a, a general antioxidant capacity in the body. It also uh, helps um, uh, to maximize and support the natural inflammatory process. Uh, but the work that, that I always kind of come back to when it comes to talking about quercetin is that it, it's a buffer. It's perhaps one of the best buffering compounds we have to maintain and stabilize tissues in the body during those times of active stress. And that doesn't just apply towards when we get sick. It also applies towards things like muscle recovery. Uh, it also applies for things like injuries. Uh, and and it's, it's a compound that is so prevalent in the diet for those who are eating high density, you know, whole foods, fruits and vegetables on a daily basis. Uh, but if you're not consuming those things, uh, if you're not getting enough, you know, that five to nine servings a day, uh, then there is absolutely a gap that that quercetin uh, can fill, and the research is is pretty clear uh, that uh, when you start getting into these proper ranges, then it absolutely has that protective effect, that that buffering effect, and and it goes well beyond just general health. Uh, so quercetin uh, is is kind of an oldie but a goodie, right? It's one that we've known about for a while, but we've learned so much more about it in recent years uh, because it has been uh, very effective. Um, in, in certain times and in certain protocols. And that's, I think, why it's kind of taken center stage as of late. You know, the interesting thing about it is, I, and, and I'm just going to go out on a limb and just say this, that not all quercetins are created equal. I would love if you address that. Yeah, absolutely. So right off the bat, you know, the, the, the best way for us to get, you know, polyphenols, uh, which are these secondary plant metabolites, or these are the phytochemicals that go beyond vitamins and minerals and fats and carbs and proteins in plant foods. Phytochemicals are that just master class of, of buffering compounds that, that helps to support our ability to adapt to stress. Uh, and so when we're eating things like bioflavonoids, we get those from citrus, we get them from herbs, we get them from fruits and vegetables, bell peppers. Um, you know, when we're getting bioflavonoids, and then the predominant one is quercetin in the diet, if we're getting that from something like onions, onions uh, are a, a great source of quercetin, just naturally speaking. And what's, what's amazing is that when you look at the research, 
you know, quercetin is a very common supplement in our industry. And typically the dose that is given is somewhere around 500 milligrams. You know, 500 to 1,000 milligrams is kind of the sweet spot that we see most of the research being done. That's why you find that dose most common in, in supplements across the board. But when you get just 100 grams of onions, and that's kind of a lot, you know, but not as much as you would think, 100 grams of onions is not going to have 500 milligrams of quercetin in it, but it's going to have the biological equivalent to 100 grams of quercetin. So what I'm saying there is that that form of quercetin in food is much more potent than your standard form of quercetin on the shelf, even though that dose as a supplement is, uh, is effective enough to show results in research. So that's kind of the model is that we know food works best, but then within the world of supplement forms, some do perform more than others. So the most common form that we see is going to be quercetin dihydrate. And I'll be the first to say, there's really nothing wrong with that form if you get the dose that has been studied over and over again. It's very common. It's, it's uh, probably the cheapest form that's out there. That's why you see it the most. Um, and if you're getting 500 to 1,000 milligrams, you're kind of in the range where you're starting to see results. But with that being said, that doesn't make it the best form. And so that's where you go from there into other forms like quercetin and hydra or you get into what's called like a liposomal form, which we don't work with, but we do a similar process to help with absorption. The goal there is to make that supplement form really kind of push as close as possible to what you expect from food so that not only you can be in the right range for what it needs or the supplement needs to be to show good results, but now you're taking a more potent form to allow it to really function the way that we would see quercetin coming in from the diet, but just at a, a much larger dose. And that's exactly what you'd want to be focusing on, especially during times of extreme stress, like when you're sick, um, getting that big giant dose. And so the reason why we want to push uh, closer to food and, and away from forms that, that don't perform as well is, is mainly because quercetin has one problem. And that is that when you take it as a singular isolate in that, that, that basic dihydrate form, it clumps really, really badly. And that clumping is what prevents absorption more than anything else, mainly because you don't have as much surface area to be able to absorb it. So if you can find ways to kind of disperse that quercetin, uh, then that's going to play a big role in absorption. But then beyond that, quercetin dihydrate is called dihydrate because there's actually two molecules of water that you don't see that are bound up to each molecule of quercetin. And all that's saying is that in that, you know, uh, whatever 500 milligrams of powder, you have to recognize that a certain percentage of that is just the water molecules that are kind of stuck to it. And so if you can find a way to remove that, that water, now you're making that quercetin more potent milligram per milligram. And so there's just different ways that you can kind of make your quercetin more effective. Um, but as long as you're getting that right dose, you're kind of getting into the range, and then you can take it to the next level with a more absorbable form, as well as getting it from good foods in the diet. Now you're really maximizing the effectiveness of quercetin and allowing it to get into the system to do uh, all the functions that we want it to do. Um, which is the whole reason why you're taking the person to begin with, right, is to allow it to, to perform in the body. And so there's, a, there's so much more to discuss regarding that, but that's kind of the basics. We want quercetin to function like it does when we get it from food. Supplement forms don't often do that, and uh, uh, we still need higher doses when we're under times of stress. So it's trying to find the best middle ground to be able to deliver that dose and have it be as potent as possible. Well, let me ask you a question. Before we get into the individual formulas, how do you know if you're a candidate for quercetin? Well, that's one of the beautiful things about uh, about uh, quercetin is that, you know, we have to remember this is a polyphenol, right? Polyphenols are 
probably the, the most abundant class of nutrients that we get from real, actual food beyond the minerals, the vitamins, the fats, the carbs, the protein. You know, if you remove water from all of our food and all those other, you know, essential nutrients, you know, typically polyphenols are that group that remains. And how big that group is in your diet, and we're talking in the range of, of quite literally grams, thousands of milligrams, that is going to be a big indicator of overall buffering capacity we have to adapt to stress throughout our lifetime. And so when we see studies and research that go into, you know, the importance of whole food diets, nutrient-dense, minimally processed diets, one of the biggest categories that, that we're really pointing to is going to be that polyphenol class. And quercetin is one of the most abundant in that class. So if you drink a cup of coffee in the morning, you know, you're getting quercetin as some of the antioxidants that are found there, which is, you know, one of the reasons, uh, one of the main reasons why there's, there's good research on coffee at all. Uh, so, you know, that's just one example. But all the way through, we want to uh, boost up our polyphenol content across the board as much as possible. We want to get all the colors of the rainbow of foods and, and fruits and vegetables in our diet on a daily basis as much as possible. And so everybody is a candidate for quercetin because it's one of the, the, those compounds that's found in the diet that we've been interacting with literally forever. And it's one of those compounds that our body is almost expecting to get so that it can buffer the normal processes of our metabolism and allow our body to do you know, what it needs to do on a daily basis uh, and, and be able to continue to navigate environmental stressors that, that, that are constantly coming in. So we're all candidates. But there are times when ramping up that dose uh, to, you know, kind of that, that, that clinically uh, studied level where you would need it most. And so that would be especially during times of sickness, kind of first, you get those, uh, those first feelings of just kind of feeling down. That's when you want to go straight to a higher dose of that first and to be able to buffer those tissues as much as you possibly can. And the research is very clear. I want, I want to be very explicit about this, especially over the last week. The research is very clear that quercetin does help. Uh, it will absolutely help to buffer that stress, buffer the natural inflammatory processes so that you can kind of make it over that plateau and that curve and get your body back to feeling right again. Uh, so we're all candidates, but there are times when you need bigger doses. So let's start with the quercetin recovery. Now, when you see the words recovery on here, this does not just mean that it applies to an athlete after an exercise program, because I think sometimes we need recovery just from everyday life, whether it's inflammation or whether it's a post-workout or whether our joints are getting beat up every day. This is kind of a daily formula for all of us just living life. <laughs> Yeah, I would say so. You know, when, when you think of recovery, like you said, you know, this, this the formula was really designed around exercise recovery, and that's oxidative damage, that's uh, in, inflammatory damage, um, you know, that, that's, you know, weakness and impairment that is, you know, caused by, uh, you know, the, the tearing of muscle tissues. And so all of that is ramping up kind of these inflammatory signals in the body. That's what we want to buffer. Um, and so, you know, that's kind of the nth degree of, of what we would want something like quercetin to do for us, but we're dealing with that type of uh, environmental stress every second of every day. So the quercetin recovery formula uh, is absolutely kind of best suited for someone who is uh, dealing with, you know, kind of an injury coming out of the gym or, uh, you know, they're, they're just kind of, a, a, you know, they're, they're hitting the gym, you know, multiple times a week or if they're a runner and they're putting in that mileage kind of preparing for, you know, something like a, like a, a marathon or half marathon or even something like a 5k. Um, but, but we all go through that, 
oxidative damage and, and those kind of inflammatory stressors um, every single day regardless. And so the, the first in recovery is, is kind of the best kind of formula to really get started um, to, to have those nutrients coming in at a high dose. You're getting that 500 milligrams of quercetin, but it's in that optimized absorbable form. And it's also in a superior kind of, uh, uh, kind of molecular structure form. Uh, but then beyond that, we also combine other polyphenol sources like green tea, that's decaffeinated, of course. We have pomegranate extract. We have turmeric extract. It's providing that curcumin. So, you know, this is all trying to bring that, that, that blanketing of that buffering effect uh, for overall stress. And then we, and then we uh, also combine it with a, a really unique ingredient, which kind of points to what I was talking about earlier, which is that one of the, the most interesting things we've learned in the last couple of years first thing is that once it gets in the body, it actually has a really good ability to grab zinc in the bloodstream and actually pull that into the cell. So it's, it's called a zinc ionophore kind of function. And we actually, uh, rather than uh, just, you know, putting zinc in the formula and then waiting for the quercetin to grab onto it in the system after the fact, we actually took an additional quercetin and we bound it up with zinc as a chelate. And uh, that is also in the formula um, at 100% of your daily value. So that is great for the immune system just on a daily basis. Uh, that's also, uh, you know, helping to deliver it exactly where it needs to go, which is intracellular. Um, and, and that's really one of the big markers for just overall stress uh, capacity and, and resilience that we have. So you get all the benefits that that, that person is delivering, but you're also getting that additional benefit and that function of what we want person to do in the body, which is to take that zinc and bring it where it needs to go to build up zinc status. And that's something that, that we can benefit from, you know, really on, on, on any day. Um, but uh, especially when we're under times of higher stress, uh, uh, you know, not even related to, you know, something like a sickness, um, it could just be just overall general stress in the diet or exercise related or activity related. Um, and I think that's where it, it really makes the first recovery a good place, first place to start or just kind of have it on an ongoing basis. You know, the other thing is, is this something we can take ongoing? I mean, I'm sure that question is going to come up at the store. You know, do I do I use this? And I think a lot of people are still kind of in that pandemic mode. You know, not everybody's using the amounts of things they were using during the pandemic when fear was right around the corner. But, you know, I think we should be fearful in a little way of, about our bodies being broken down and heavily uh, out of control inflammatory responses that are unmanaged. So, I mean, there's still we still need to be concerned. So if I bring this in, can I as a customer, can I use it long-term? Yeah, and I would put it in perspective. You absolutely can, and, and it kind of goes in, in two different ways. Number one would be, once again, you know, what is the proper range of polyphenols in general that I should be getting in the diet? Well, it, it, traditional diets typically have no problem delivering 3,000 milligrams or more of total polyphenols on a daily basis, and that's from all those whole foods, that's from all those herbs and spices, that's from all those herbal teas, everything coming together to look for that. The average American is, is, is not even coming close. You know, on average, the, the person walking around that you see on the street, that person is getting, if they're lucky, 1,000 milligrams a day total of all polyphenols. And so we have a big gap that we need to jump to be able to fill in when it comes to that buffering capacity we have to just general stress. And quercetin is a, a key player in that, in, that, uh, in that discussion. So without a doubt, 500 milligrams of quercetin can absolutely plug in and do its job there and, and be able to get you closer to your polyphenol needs. But then beyond that, the other big one, like you mentioned, was zinc. Uh, um, and, and the reason why uh, I think that it's important to discuss it is because, you know, 
early on, especially during the pandemic, people were loading up on massive amounts of zinc. And, and that was, was uh, quite frankly, it was beneficial in the short run. But we don't want zinc status to go too high because then it's going to counteract and negatively impact other minerals like copper status in the body. And so we want everything to be in balance. And that's why we have daily values that are established. And so we put 100% of the daily value of zinc here, which is 11 milligrams, and that's well shy of what's called the upper limit for toxicity of a nutrient. If we take it too high for too long, uh, for zinc, it's going to be 40 milligrams a day. So when you take 11 milligrams, you combine it with even something like a multivitamin, absolutely, they can combine together with the zinc that's coming in the diet, and, and you're not getting anywhere close to that upper limit. So you're maintaining your status, you're combining it with the quercetin to drive it where it needs to go. So you're actually increasing your status over time, um, and you're allowing your body to get into the proper range without pushing it too far. So uh, those two components make it something that you can do every day, but uh, otherwise, it absolutely is a, is a, a great uh, kind of uh, uh, formula to have on hand if you're getting a good diet, you know you're in the proper ranges, uh, have it on hand for when you start to feel those, you know, initial kind of, uh, you know, kind of feelings of, of, you know, muscle weakness from exercise or something like that. And then you can really jump in and add that extra dose on top of it to be able to get the additional protective benefits. You know, I really like the formula. Um, can you give a recommendation, food or non-food, um, best time of day to take it? And should it be spread out throughout the day? Yeah, it can be taken with or without food. Like I said, you know, one of the things uh, with uh, your typical quercetin is that it clumps really bad. And so that's sometimes, you know, you might recommend taking it with food. It might help kind of mix it up and, you know, uh, to have other cofactors to help with absorption. Um, I would say that, yeah, with the, uh, the the zinc that is there, definitely don't take that with a calcium supplement. Uh, you don't want to have the inhibition of the absorption uh, between those two nutrients. Uh, so apart from that, yeah, with or without food, with, with the way that we developed our quercetin, um, it, it, it well tolerated, well absorbed either way. Um, but when it comes to time of day, you know, this is where it, it becomes uh, almost uh, counterintuitive a little bit. So we think you know, when we get out of the gym, that's when kind of the inflammatory state of our body is at its highest. We just put that, that huge amount of stress. We just, you know, we're, we're tearing up muscle fibers and we're doing that to stimulate that response of, of building those tissues back up and making them stronger. And so we think, hey, we want to just load up with massive amounts of antioxidants right after the stress of exercise. And the research has kind of indicated that that's not the best time to do it. You want to kind of allow your body to ramp up and, and to really feel the weight of that inflammatory stress so that it can maximize kind of that, that recovery signaling, um, which, which is really just to say that when you take your, your big dose of antioxidants, if you exercise, probably take them in the evening or in the morning, but just take them, you know, a couple hours, you know, separated from the actual exercise itself. So, and this is post-workout uh, recovery is what I'm talking about here. So that's probably the best time to do it is maybe in the evening. Um, I think it's just kind of the, the best overall kind of window of, uh, of time. Some people do like to take uh, antioxidants before exercise, and, and that's uh, kind of a, a mixed bag. I think it, you'd be all right if you do that. Um, but don't take it right after exercise, and then don't take uh, anything with a, high, a higher dose of zinc with calcium um, at the same time. And, and apart from that, you're pretty good to go. Just try to find that window that is most convenient for you to do it. Okay, um, let's move on. Uh, this one was interesting to me and, and, and it really kind of stood out because I lately it seems like I'm seeing a lot more people 
that are getting diagnosed with gout and elevated levels of uric acid. Kind of interesting formulation here. What What's behind this one? Yeah, so the, the whole line is is, uh, is built around what we call doctor-formulated. Mm-hmm. And, and that really is the partnership that we have with Dr. David Perlmutter. Uh, he's a board-certified neurologist. And I think, as, as we should know, you know, the health of your nervous system is really the canary in the coal mine of, of the health of your overall metabolism um, and, and just your overall health in general, right? Cognitive functioning, gut health as well. That's why when we first partnered with Dr. Perlmutter, we focused on gut health with probiotics. And then from there, we moved in the body with things like omega-3, with things like magnesium. And, and the, the ultimate goal is to support uh, neurology, but that's really kind of downstream of, of what's happening in the blood and what's happening at every level in between the gut and the brain. So from there, you know, one, one of the biggest focuses that, that Dr. Perlmutter wanted to really lean on was uh, the, the kind of the, the metabolic marker that, that uh, really indicates that a whole lot of things are going wrong, um, you know, with our cardiovascular system um, and with uh, you know, our ability to, you know, manage healthy blood. Uh, and that's going to be uric acid. So uric acid is a compound that is, is uh, absolutely a benign compound uh, and even a beneficial compound when it's in the proper uh, ranges in the blood. Uh, a lot of people don't know this, but it's actually one of the biggest antioxidants in the blood when it's in normal ranges. But when uric acid starts to rise too high, it becomes inflammatory. And then it, it almost kind of is, it, it gooses all other aspects of, of kind of uh, our inability to control our, our metabolic uh, processes in general. So that would be, you know, like, where's our blood pressure at? Where is our uh, cholesterol levels at? Where is our blood sugar management at? Um, you know, uric acid is, is a great indicator of the rest of our metabolism. And so, you know, when we look at why people are, are, are walking around, 30% of us walking around have higher uric acid, you know, outside the range of what's supposed to be normal. Um, you know, there's, there's, there's pretty easy uh, kind of um, indicators and causes to that. Number one is going to be the overconsumption of fructose. We get too much sugar in the diet or sugar, at least that's separated from food. Then beyond that, it's going to be alcohol. Right. And then if this continues for too long um, and our blood sugar is not able to be managed, what that ends up doing uh, is it ends up pushing that uric acid slow, slowly but surely higher and higher. Now that uric acid is starting to dump back uh, those kind of inflammatory reactions um, back onto the system. And it's just a, a downward spiral. And so with that being said, you know, when, it, when the system finally breaks, we call that gout. And that's when there's so much uric acid in the system, it's actually crystallizing in soft tissues, and it's extremely painful. And so that's really the, the you know, in, in kind of conventional medicine, that's really the first, uh, uh, you know, kind of a scenario where a practitioner will actually do something about high uric acid levels uh, in trying to drive it out of the body or inhibit its production. Um, but it, it, you really have to kind of take a step back and say, hey, how did we get here to begin with? And one of the things that we learned is that bioflavonoids, once again, polyphenols, they're not just straight antioxidants to the system. These are functional molecules. And, and bioflavonoids such as firstkin and uh, uh, even more potently, luteolin, which is a lesser-known bioflavonoid, uh, these, uh, these compounds actually help to slow down just that general pathway uh, by which we produce uric acid. And, and so this is just one of those normal buffering processes, like I've been saying, of what these compounds do for us on a daily basis. They're the vitamins for our vitamins uh, for a good reason there. Um, and so these compounds help to slow that down 
And then they also provide that antioxidant ability to really tamp down some of the damage that's being done when our uric acid levels are too high. So it's a great way to kind of approach normalizing, you know, just general uric acid uh, production and regulation um, is to make sure that your bioflavonoids are there. And we're using clinically studied amounts to be able to, uh, to slow down, you know, how much is being made uh, to help to kind of tamp down the damage that it's doing. And then ultimately to drive it out of the system. Those are the three things that we want to focus on. And that's exactly what we did with the doctor formulated uh, quercetin drop acid formula. It's really designed to focus on uric acid and to do it in a way that we feel hasn't been done before. You know, the other thing is, um, do you recommend that people use more than one of these or stick on one formula? You could always try another one, but can you use two? Yeah, so I, I say, you know, when you look at the, the body of, of evidence behind quercetin, like I said, you know, the cheapest forms that are out there, typically the doses are 500 to 1,000 milligrams a day. Uh, we stick with a more a superior form, a more potent form, a more absorbable form, um, and, and therefore that 500 milligrams that we're, we're using is going to be more effective. But I absolutely think that, yeah, all of these nutrients, and then you look at the drop acid formula, you have a big dose of vitamin C, 500 milligrams. You know, you're, you're, you're getting all this from things like rose hips, from acerola, cherry fruit extract. Then from there, you know, we're, we're, we're including a, a 50 milligram dose of luteolin, a 500 milligram dose of quercetin. And then we're finishing off with tart cherry fruit along with probiotics, which is included in all the formulas for gut health. And you look at these ingredients, and there's nothing in here that is, is outside the realm of, of, you know, the types of compounds you get from normal foods. They're just in a higher dose and, and absolutely within the safety profile to double up if you wanted to kind of, uh, you know, ramp up that action a little bit faster. But like I said, they're, they're designed to be in the doses that are going to be effective with a single serving a day. Uh, and if people want to double up on that, then by all means, um, they can do that in, in, within, you know, kind of the safety profile that's there. But I just don't know how necessary it is for people to kind of go that route, knowing that these doses are going to get the job done in a normal fashion. Uh, but but absolutely safe uh, food ingredients. And, um, uh, yeah, I think it, you can go either way with it if you wanted to. Now, I know that you also came out with a separate formula, which is an immune formula. And I just think that we learned a big lesson over the last couple of years that we've taken for granted our immune system. And I think there was a little bit of re-education. And, you know, I was guilty as well. You know, I would recommend that people amp up, you know, their supplementation during the cold weather and during the holiday season. But, you know, the thing is we learned and maybe we were in a friendly way reminded that all year long we're exposed to these infections and germs and viruses and bacteria. And it's not seasonal. It doesn't just go by the calendar. And, you know, to me, the quercetin immune looks like, I think for me, it would probably be the one because and you as well, we travel so much, you know, that would be something we could do every day. Yeah, absolutely. This is something that, that I, once we developed it, it's something that it's been in my backpack when I travel um, every day since. And um, it's, it's a formula, the quercetin immune formula, is one that once again relies on that 500 milligrams of, of uh, clinically studied quercetin along with that 11 milligrams of zinc. And then you're getting a much higher dose of vitamin D3, 300% of the daily value, 2400 IUs to go along with vitamin C. Uh, so th these are nutrients that really I think what we've learned, uh, you know, at least for myself, is, is that you know, your status of these common nutrients going into something like cold and flu season. Um, or, you know, going into 
is, is perhaps going to play the biggest role in your body's capacity to work through uh, the immune response that, that's going to be needed and the stress and the damage that's going to be done along the way. Uh, so without a doubt, you know, if you don't know your zinc status or if you kind of take a look at, at your diet just in general and think to yourself, how much zinc am I getting? How much zinc am I actually getting in my diet? You know, I've, I've seen great research, especially over the last, you know, year or two, that, that shows that, you know, simple changes to zinc status can have profound differences when it comes to outcomes in, in overall health. Same thing with vitamin D status. You know, a, a difference of 10 points in your vitamin D status can have profound differences or uh, uh, effects when it comes to outcomes. So those two nutrients alone are, are, are those kind of base, uh, you know, kind of biomarkers that we can, we can consistently rely upon to see how well, you know, can our immune system function when we need it most? And so having these, the status of these nutrients in the right ranges is, is going to give your body all the tools that it needs for a normal immune uh, response. It's not to say it's the end-all, be-all. It's just to say, you know, it, it's the foundation, right? We want to lay that down and then uh, have those uh, great antioxidants and those great uh, polyphenols coming in to buffer on top of it and provide that blanketing effect on, on how our body is, is reacting uh, in the midst of everything that's going on. Um, you know, that's something that can be taken every day. Uh, but at the same time, it is definitely uh, kind of a, a formula that, you know, the, the moment that I, I have, and this has happened probably two or three times, the moment that I start to feel sniffles, I start to feel a little bit of congestion, start to feel a little bit off, that's when I'm going right to that bottle. And if I, if I have been taken, I'm doubling up. And, and if I've been on a little bit of a break, I'm still doubling up, right? I'm just, I'm just going really hard at, at trying to get those nutrients in the system and allow them to take effect. Uh, because that is that foundation that, that the rest of your immune reaction is going to be built around. And um, you can't avoid not having good vitamin D status. You can't avoid not having good zinc status. And you can't avoid not having good amounts of antioxidants coming into the diet. These are just the, the, the most basic, ordinary means that we have to give our body the tools that they need uh, to be able to respond to any stressor, um, especially in the last three years. These are the ones that have really risen up to the top uh, you know, there's certainly other options that are available for immune health, and, and I certainly have relied upon those as well. But these are kind of where it all starts. And so it's a great formula to have on hand. It's a great formula to have just as in your daily routine. Um, but it's also a great formula to be able to really lean into uh, when you need it most and you start to feel like you're under the weather. You know, I have a friend who um, has some bronchial problems and some allergy problems. So she started using the quercetin immune and it made a night and day change in her world. She shared it with her doctor and he said, continue with it. And um, but what she noticed is that after two months of being on it, her skin She's been dealing with eczema and psoriasis for a long time, and she did steroid therapy, which is just a revolving door. As long as you're on it, then it comes back with a vengeance. Her skin cleared up by about 50%, and she did nothing different. I mean, she eats a Mediterranean diet. She takes a ton of omega-3s. She takes black seed oil. She does all this stuff, turmeric and probiotics and everything. So it wasn't any other change except for bringing this quercetin immune, and her skin cleared up by 50%. And I mean, I know there's some beneficial effects in here, but that was a really nice radiated plus. Yeah, and I, I, it's not surprising to me at all, to be, to be frank. And it's because, you know, when we think about the, the, the skin, we think about the digestive tract, right? It's all mm -hmm. uh, that epithelial tissue. And, and it really is uh, kind of the, the outward sign pointing to kind of what's happening in the body. Do you have an overactive immune response? Uh, 
Uh, do you have dysbiosis in the gut? That is going to come out. Do you have uh, huge gaps in your diet, you know, certain uh, minerals missing, things like zinc? Um, you know, those play a role in the development of, of, of things like your nails. Um, so you know, all, anytime we see, you know, kind of an outward expression, especially on skin, that should be the first indication for us that not only is there something that's imbalanced going on in the body, uh, but at the same time, it's probably been going on for a little while, right? And, and it's because it's taken that amount of time for it to finally express itself in an, in an outward way. Uh, so it's not surprising at all. And that's really one of the beautiful things about uh, compounds like Quercetin is that there's such master uh, uh, compounds that, that have been historically with us in the diet, and they do so many different functions in the body. If you were to type in Quercetin, let's say you go to a website like examine.com and, and really dig into a lot of the great research on, on so many nutrients in our industry, uh, Quercetin just has an unending list of things that it's been studied for because it is this mastering, buffering compound that affects really all tissues of the body. But over the last couple of years, we've really seen it highlighted in terms of how it's able to buffer the immune system. So by far, Quercetin is, is just one of those foundational nutrients that can make a huge change. And uh, all in all, once again, we can be getting it from the diet, but we have to look at the whole diet and realize how big of a gap is there right now between what I've been consuming and what historical traditional diets have no problem getting because they're eating real food and they're eating it throughout the day and they're eating traditional sources. You know, so that, that gap, once we start to fill that in, that's when we really start to see those profound changes. And, and for a lot of people, it can express itself in ways that we would never imagine. You know, and something else, I mean, what is the age bracket on this? I mean, teenagers, or do we consider it more in the adult category? How far down can we go? Yeah, I would say that probably teenagers and up is, is probably the minimum. You know, it really is designed uh, for adults, not intended for children. But, you know, we've talked about this so many times to where, you know, once, you, once you're in that kind of teenage range, you know, even just from a, a heightened weight perspective, you're now, uh, your, your demands are going to be, uh, uh, similar to what we see with adults, but at the same time, you're also growing and developing so quickly. So uh, the, the daily values for nutrients, once we reach kind of the teenage years, um, absolutely, you're kind of in that realm to where that vitamin D status is, is now becoming a little bit more concerning. The zinc status is more concerning. Getting those antioxidants is more concerning, and the doses are increasing because we need more. So uh, simply put, you know, if, uh, especially for teenagers, they have no problem with swallowing tablets. I would say that's totally fine. You, know, you definitely want to have you know, a, a parent with the final approval on what, whether or not they want to go that route. But we developed it for adults, um, not intended for children, just the doses are too high for children. Um, but um, uh, absolutely, teenagers would, would be able to, to consume this product and, and uh, it'd be beneficial. It seems like if you have a history of getting sick a lot, you know, this should be something that should be at the top of your list. I mean, obviously, we are all using a little bit more stuff toward uh, supporting and cradling and patting our immune system on the back, you know. But, I mean, this would kind of seem like something, if you haven't heard of it, uh, maybe you're hearing about quercetin for the very first time. I think that it would be a, a great addition to a nutritional program because I think you're going to get benefits in the areas that you're looking for, but benefits in areas that you may not even think are connected. Well, especially as we learned in the last couple of years, the synergism, right? We've learned that quercetin synergizes so well with so many other compounds in the diet. It, it synergizes with that curcumin. It synergizes with that resveratrol. It synergizes with minerals. Uh, you know, it just, it, 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 it's a master 
polyphenol that, that is most prevalent, and it's most prevalent along with a huge family of other polyphenols and antioxidants. So, I, you know, when we include it in the diet, we're, we're kind of bringing it into the, the normal protocol that we do, but really what it's doing is it's undergirding. It's laying that, that better foundation so that all those other supplements uh, can potentially have a better effect and, and that synergism that it's, it's providing really is starting to mimic, you know, what does a true traditional diet look like? Uh, and especially with the vitamin D, with the zinc, with the probiotics, you know, these are all foundational nutrients that have to be in place. And if they're not in place, you can take all the elderberry you want. It's not going to be as effective as if your vitamin D status is, isn't in the right range. Uh, you could take, you know, NAC, a popular supplement, certainly one that I've benefited from in the last couple of years. Uh, that's not going to be as effective if those other nutrients are not in place. So quercetin really is that foundational antioxidant that has to be there in order for all the other components to be able to do their job as effectively as possible. Well, I think this has been great. I mean, I really do appreciate you taking the time to talk about this because, you know, I think sometimes you and I, we do this so much that we just sometimes almost assume that everybody knows about all this stuff. And then I'll have people send me a note and they're like, what is this quercetin thing? And I'm just like, oh God, I can forget. We don't, we forget to touch on things. And, you know, I was doing a lecture about two weeks ago and I was chatting and the lady looked at me and she goes, I love all those benefits. She goes, what is this thing? And I was like, oh, my Lord, I had I backed up a little bit. And then I reminded myself that, you know, because this thing, this industry changes so much, you know, we have to, there's always going to be new people at the table. So we need to make sure that we're continually re revisiting, if you will. But I thank you so much. This was a great show. Yeah, it's great to be honest. Great to talk about, you know, a, a category of nutrition that is not only really functional, for very specific acute purposes, but also has tremendous general value that everybody can benefit from. And I think that the more we're able to kind of get that general in place and then get to the specifics, the, the, the better off we're going to be when it comes to our overall health, because we're not forgetting with that reminder, we're not forgetting the need to get the basics in place so that we can build on top of them and be able to make more improvements as they come up. Well, I thank you so much. Um, you stay well, stay healthy, uh, enjoy a little downtime, and then get back out there. People need to hear you. Thanks, Dr. Burke. Thank you. Be well. My guest today, Travis Lesperance, representing Garden of Life. Remember, Garden of Life products that stay healthy the entire line, 25 to 35% off every day. Great deals. Uh, and that's every day you go in. So, And they carry the full line there. Stay Healthy Health Food Store. They're your one-stop full-service location for everything health and nutrition. In their fourth decade in the Las Vegas Valley, they are Las Vegas' oldest independent health food retailer. And with good reason. They have the most knowledgeable, informed, educated, relevant, and passionate people to work with because they know it's not easy to talk about our health and well-being. We have to be honest about the things we have been doing, the things we should have been doing, and obviously things that we didn't do at all. But that allows them to give you great information and kind of steer you in the right direction because the bottom line is we all want to be healthy. Everybody wants to get healthy, be healthy, and stay healthy, and sometimes our human nature and impatience kind of working against us, but they're going to make sure you're heading in the right direction. So you always leave the store with a little spring in your step, a little bit more peace of mind, and that's why generations of families have been going there for a very long time. Uh, they, make it, they make it approachable, and they make you comfortable. 
Stay Healthy Health Food Store, 840 South Rancho Drive in the Rancho Town & Country Center on the northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston, right next to Smith's. Take the time to become part of the Stay Healthy family. You'll definitely be glad you did. Uh, you can visit them Monday through Saturday, 9 to 6. They're closed on Sunday. For mail order services or maybe on those busy weeks, you really need your stuff and you really want to come in and hang out and ask questions and have a conversation, but you just can't. But then again, you don't want to run out. Call them at 877-2494. They'll get everything together for you so you can at least run in and swoop in, swoop out, and be on your way and then not run out. Because especially when you're getting success, you don't want to forget. Because you know it'll happen. It'll be weeks before you get back in there. And you don't want to lose all your positive traction. Uh, so they'll be glad to do that for you. Their webpage, partner up with them like everybody is already doing. Just enter your email address. You'll start getting coupons and newsletters and alerts, which are just really, really awesome to keep you on top of your game. And also, all of the radio shows are podcast and archived there, so you never have to miss a show. So if you can't listen live, no big deal. Just uh, go to their stayhealthylasvegas.com, their webpage, pull up the show you want to listen to, send a friend, pay it forward. It's all about information and education. My topics are always the most relevant topics in our industry, and the guests are the cream of the crop, best of the best. After 40 years, I've been able to amass amazing, amazing guests for everybody to benefit from their great knowledge. And when it comes to health and nutrition, there is nothing in our world more important than getting healthy, being healthy, and staying healthy. Thanks to Travis Lesperance. Thank you to Garden of Life, 25 to 35% off the entire line every day. Have a great day. God bless. Thank you for tuning in to the Staying Healthy Radio Show. Tune in Monday through Friday at 5 a.m. on Fox Sports Las Vegas. 1340 AM and 98.9 FM for the most up-to-date information on your good health and well-being with the best guests in the industry who are here to help all of us get healthy, be healthy, and stay healthy. My show is sponsored by Stay Healthy Health Food Store, located at 840 South Rancho Drive on the northwest corner of Charleston and Rancho, next to Smith's. Visit Stay Healthy to see what a full-service local retailer can do for you. Stay Healthy offers exceptional service, the most knowledgeable staff, the highest quality products at awesome prices. The hours of the store are 9 to 6 Monday through Saturday, closed on Sunday. I look forward to talking with all of you again. Stay healthy.